0: Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Welcome back, Brad, to this episode. So this episode of the Blue Collar BS helps business owners like you. Build a business that'll thrive for decades to come by turning that blue-collar bullshit into some blue-collar business solutions.
1: In this episode, you're going to learn that you are never, ever too young to start work. Traditional educational values do not fit all people, and all generations need a human interaction, as well as leadership and learning is a two-way street.
0: Our guests today are Jamie and Gavin White. Jamie is the founder of Believe Crew, and Gavin is her Gen Z son working in the trades. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the show, Brad Herta. How are you doing today, my friend?
1: I am doing fantastic. It is another great day here uh, for the Blue Collar RBS podcast and for just life in general. So. Lots of positivity going on, lots of things happening, and there needs to be more of it. And I'm grateful that we get to do today's show with the guests that we have. So
0: awesome! You know, riddle
1: me this. You know, is it? uh, Are you are you Robin or Batman? What what's going on? Oh, I
0: am totally Batman. I have always been Batman. You're always going to be my Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So riddle me this. If it's nice out, why are we not golfing right now?
1: Because we're sitting here providing value
0: and entertainment to our tens of listeners. Our tens of listeners. It's more like hundreds and thousands. So we're pretty good at this. (laughs) So with that, Brad, since we're spending our time here focused with our guests, who do we have on the show today?
1: Well, we're going to let them introduce themselves. So we're going to let Jamie introduce herself first as to why she's here and what she does. And then we're going to let uh, Gavin do his introduction after that.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you both for inviting us. And um, I'm Jamie White with Believe Crew, and we actually have a coaching company. My husband and I work together in a family business as coaches. And I'm here today supporting my son because we unschool. And really, that probably means that I'm learning to unparent a little bit too, like just unlearning some of the things that I thought were important before, and really opening up to what could be possible. And so supporting Gavin in, in whatever his journey is for life. That's spectacular. That's awesome,
3: Gavin. You want to give uh, give us your intro? Um, I'm Gavin White, and I'm here because my mom asked me to be. <laughs> Honest kid, um, I like
0: it. Honesty.
3: <laughs> and uh, I worked construction for five years for my grandpa, doing building storage units, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't do school. I stopped it, it, doing school like two years ago. So you've been
1: construction five years, and you're where are you from an age perspective right now, roughly?
3: I'm sixteen. Wow. Do the math.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Good. Let's not do the math. It's okay.
2: <laughs> he started with sweeping floors, right? It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, no power
1: tools, no nothing. It's okay. We want to make no. sure insurance is good. That's all good. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. All right, perfect. All no. And the other piece too, I just want to point out when he says he's not doing school and and that's about it. He actually has a couple other things that he does practice in addition to going to work. But I'll let that I'll let that come out.
1: <laughs> so typically this question is left for Steve but I'm gonna ask it anyhow so Jamie what generation are you part of right now in your mind what generation do you self better identify with not maybe not what it. you were born into but where are you where do you put yourself uh behavioral wise potentially with ge- generations
2: I think I'm actually in the lost generation because I've seen myself on the uh, millennial and um, X or Y, X maybe? I can't remember, but X it's be like the be 1981. Older, yeah. <laughs> like there's like three or four years that they're not sure where we fit. Okay. I think I'm in that one.
1: That's fair. All right. And then, and then that would put, so Gavin, you've identified that you're 16. So you would be at the uh, tail end of that last bit of tail of Gen Z's right here now, which is- mm-hmm awesome. So we get to have a, a young individual be able to tell us their story. So so Gavin, what got you started to, interested in working with your grandfather, sweeping floors and being part of a uh, construction opportunity?
3: When I was 11, I mean, my two older brothers had already been doing it for, well, they, they had started pretty much the same time, like 11 years old. <laughs> they they didn't do it. I think Aiden did it pretty Pretty good, but I always felt like they were doing it semi, like only four hours a day pretty much. So they were
1: slackers is what you're trying to say. A little
3: bit, a little bit. Aiden Aiden was pretty good at it, but he was still slacking off. I felt like that was was kind of the thing. What you're saying is you're outperforming them. (laughs) It's all right. Yeah. Once I got into it a little bit. Yeah. It's
0: okay. We do that with our brothers. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And then I I don't know, like at the start, it was kind of boring because grandpa was just giving me garbage jobs and nothing (laughs) nothing really important but then once i got to like uh once i got a different my uncle instead of my grandpa he was then he gave me some like jobs that were kind of hard and like they were really hard to do and then like when he i don't know why my voice is wavering this is weird but (laughs) when when he gave me vulnerability gavin yeah, right. yeah. He gave me, he gave me just cutting boards for like a week, and he was like impressed that I cut them straight or something like that. Like that was awesome because getting like approval from him was it was a good feeling. And that would have been with a handsaw because you were like
1: twelve at the time, right? Not a power saw, not a power tool. <laughs> totally. Yep. You just say totally. sure. Okay. <laughs> it's all good.
2: It's
1: all good. It's all good. <laughs> So, so that got you started. Why? So you're doing, from what your mom said, from Jamie said, you're,
3: you're doing concrete now. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, I, I was doing that for a long time. I've been doing that. I mean, that was kind of the easy part of our job is the concrete. That's, I mean, all of it's kind of grunt work except for a couple things, but the concrete is for sure the easiest. As long as you're not doing the measuring, it's <laughs> it's all pretty easy.
1: As long <laughs> as you don't have to measure anything, concrete's easy. <laughs> It's good. Oh,
0: that's hilarious. So, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about the journey that you've had. And the journey is as your mom mentioned, it's kind of unschooling, right? So for our for our listeners, we have we're trying to educate not just kids like, hey, these opportunities exist, but it's also for parents. So so your mother mentioned like, hey, we're trying to quote unquote unschool. So kind of share with us your experience with that and being in the workforce at such a young age
3: okay well like when when i got out of school i was still doing uh virtual where Mm -hmm. i was doing virtual school for about like a year and a half and that would that just got i mean at a certain point i i like did school for like two days and then just worked the rest of them yep so at a certain point i was just like i'm not learning anything there's no there's no purpose. I'm literally just doing this to satisfy others' needs, mm-hmm. and I really don't care about this, so at a certain point, I just decided okay'm I'm just, I'm just gonna go to work and stay at work mm-hmm. and that was, that was pretty much it. I, when you're working from such a young age, it feels it feels good being like the only kid that's at work doing stuff like that like that make, uh, that makes me feel better about myself. Because mm-hmm. then I'm kind of ahead of the the curve for a little bit. Yep. So part of the reason why I don't like I wouldn't do this forever is because, or at least I would go into a managing position if I if I was going to continue, is because I I want to feel like I'm not just falling behind the curve. Kind of. I like I like to be I like I'm competitive. My peers, even though I don't really know any of them at this yep. point <laughs> no your your peers are older
1: than you from a th- your work peers are going to be older than you most most of them i would imagine
3: right i'm gonna oh, assume yeah. you're I'm gonna assume you're the youngest guy in the crew yeah, we actually just got a guy that's eighteen this week that was pretty sick
0: <laughs> <laughs> somebody that's a little closer in age to you, huh,
1: yeah. Definitely. Where so where are the rest of the, the where are the rest of the spectrum where are the
3: the rest of the guys or or ladies on the crew where are their age range is at I mean I only really have one other guy is my manager and he's he's 30 as like I've worked with a bunch of guys that have just gone okay. eventually and those guys most of them were 30 I've had like two I think that were like 18 or 20 mm-hmm. but most of them were just 30 otherwise Okay. And and how uh, how how have you learned from them and how have you taught them? I mean, most of the new guys, I knew more, but like the the guys managing me, you're saying like how did they teach me?
1: Yeah, how or- did how do you learn from them? Even though they may not have they might be 30 years old and they may not have the same actual hands-on experience. They may not know concrete like you know or the framing of of the building types that you do or some of those other things but they may have better softer better soft skills better communication skills skills better leadership skills better communication with the customer those types of things what
3: are you learning from them and how are you learning it from them well when miles came in which is the guy that he's my manager now he he was a lot better teacher than okay. my my last like my last guy that taught me stuff was my uncle and he would just, like, whenever I did something wrong, he would just look at me until I, like, asked him, what did I do wrong? <laughs> but whereas Miles would, like, come over and show me what I did wrong and, like, preempt the wrongness as well. Like, Josh, he just, he kind of wanted me to do wrong and then let him see that I did wrong so I didn't do it again or something like that. Okay. And then Miles also, is he's kind of, like, he kind of, like, chill about doing wrong stuff. He's, like, it just happens. It's just... That's just how it goes. Whereas my uncle and grandpa, man, is like end of the world. No, you don't. Don't go wrong, like ever. <laughs> <It's> super bad. <laughs> which which do you prefer? Miles for sure. The 100%. hey, it, it's
1: okay. It's perfection doesn't have to be here. We we're all human type scenario. Yeah, because that that actually makes sense. Okay, and then how do you how do you go about teaching Miles or other? Folks that come in, that you know what? Yeah, you might be sixteen, but you know what's going on. How do you, how do you build that rapport and that relationship to not just get crapped on? To be well, you're just the kid; you don't know anything. When the reality is, you do. How how do you build
3: that relationship as such to be successful and continue? At the start, when they when they just come in, I mean, usually, like if they, if they don't know what to do. Then they're just kind of like standing around. Usually they go to Miles now, but if like Miles is gone or or they can't like get to him immediately, and they're just like standing around, I'll come in and be like, "Hey, you can do this." And I'll I'll gently like, you have to, or I I seem to have to like at least like give them give them a you can do this uh, a certain way if you if you want to you like you gotta loosen your words a little bit. Rather, rather than just commanding them, basically, and and that's all. Usually, they just take advice pretty simply. I mean, a lot of times I look eighteen for most guys, so they don't really care <laughs> and act eighteen. So, I like not quite
1: twenty one. Not, not not like not looking twenty one, so you can't go out with them after work. But looking eighteen to gain their respect.
3: <laughs> yeah, I kind of i, I mean, I just I don't know. I explain things to them. It's not. It's never been a problem, honestly, because well, that's good. Yeah, I've never had a a bad crew guy. I'm, all, I've always had good relationships with my coworkers. Okay, Steven, cool. what do you got?
0: No, I'm just, I'm really curious. Just obviously your age, um, one, but the new guys coming in. So like you just hired an 18 an year old, and then you've worked with some more seasoned, more experienced people, people that are older. How does hiring a younger workforce impact your, I would say, your morale?
3: You're saying for me, like hiring mm-hmm. a guy that's 18? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's great. Honestly, this guy has been awesome to me, like, because I got to learn, like, what it was to have someone that was kind of close to high school and got to understand a little bit more what it was like for him, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, out of the loop now, especially especially with... Like I have certain people that are like uh, uh, part of my church people that I go to, but they just have a certain like worldview that's different than like normal people. (laughs) So it's, it's been sweet. Like the first, the first day, literally first day we got, we got a job literally just cutting shingles together. So we talked that whole time. It was like eight hours of just conversation pretty much because there was nothing better to do. So we learned pretty much everything about each other. And that, that was just great conversation that whole time. I loved it.
1: So our listeners right now are, are probably just their heads are exploding that there were two people, <laughs> 18 <laughs> and 16 years old, having a conversation for oh, eight, eight hours because all oh, they yeah. see or think is, oh, they don't want to talk to other human beings the truth of the matter is you do enjoy talking to other human beings (laughs) and learning about people and doing those because you are a human being at the end of the day. And, and it's so weird how there's this gap or this thought premise that, Oh, kids don't want to talk to adults anymore. or Talk to other people. That's, that's not even, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Would you agree?
3: Totally. I think, I think that only just because of the certain perspective of different people. I mean, if I'm like talking to my grandpa, then it's it's pretty hard. Like I can't I can't really do that. But I I can totally understand like um an older person thinking that with younger people. I'm not uh like this 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 18 year old. Like sometimes he'll just say stuff, and I just have no clue what he's trying to say. <laughs> I like like he has phrases for different things, and I'm just clueless about all of it. And I I just tell him like I no clue. Try again, sir. I have no idea
1: what kind of humor you're yeah. trying to get me. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
3: just how it goes. I don't. Yeah.
1: So, like... so, Jamie, we're going to give you a special opportunity here as a third co-host on this show for a moment. Because I see you shaking your head and and eyes lighting up and things going on. What question do you have for Gavin here about his uh, construction experiences and his life as a young 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 gentlemen inside of trade that is usually not very receptive.
2: Well, first of all, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. It's been fun to hear the perspective. And and one of the things that I noticed that I've heard already was when that shift happened between the older generation and then the next generation and just the conversations. I know you guys really kind of highlight that, but I've not really paid much attention to it. You know, and so listening to it and hearing it, it's it's been enlightening and eye-opening. And as far as questions, I usually straight up ask Gavin as much as I can, but his answers to me are more like a grunt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know, I know that um he does not say true. more than that sometimes. Well, I've learned to um to not again not take it personally, right? It's it there's a lot going on. There's a lot of different ways to communicate besides just the words that I have all the time, right? Kind of like Gavin saying, you know, if that new kid is saying words that he doesn't understand, there's probably the same happening between him and I. (laughs) So Gavin, I guess the main question that I have uh, was kind of, uh, as always, are you enjoying what you're doing? And would you be choosing anything else? Right now, I'm enjoying,
3: I'm definitely enjoying the work. I'd say I'd say the main reason why I'm enjoying the work though is because I I kind of like make myself because I I realize that the only reason why I wouldn't be enjoying the work is just because I decide not to. So I like part of my main focus right now, and especially for the past year, has just been like working on enjoying every moment, like struggle, and just like every moment has just that that's been a main focus for me so yeah i i really like my work right now especially because of the freedom that i have
1: what does that what does freedom mean what does the freedom i have mean to elaborate on that a little bit more for for our listeners and for potentially maybe some kids that might be listening going what what does freedom mean
3: well with my job like there's only like three guys out there every time uh most the main two guys is just me and miles so we're we're the crew and we kind of govern ourselves until the boss comes over, which mainly at this bosses. point is like is like never. So the freedom I have, like me and Miles, we like to listen to stuff. I, I mainly like to listen to books, which I know might not be allowed at some workforces. What kind of books? So fiction, nonfiction, like I, I like a certain genre, which you probably won't have a clue about what it is. So
1: Oh, so you're stereotyping me. Oh, yeah.
0: You're stereotyping
2: yeah,
0: me. He, is. He, is. he just called you old. <laughs> he well, just called there, you old.
3: There's like a, a couple of people that would know what I mean by that, so not just you, but anybody I talk <laughs> to doesn't have a clue. So so what is it? What's the genre? Maybe there's a- understand. <laughs> It's lit RPG genre. A who of what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's lit RPG. It's like, it's, it's, um, it's, it's somewhat just game like in a book. Except okay. like the universe becomes a game. Okay. That's but cool. then also I listen to like behavior books about um about profiling people.
0: Hmm.
1: Challenging. That that might that mm-hmm. might be for a different show. We'll save That's that for a different Gavin. Different... Yeah, you might be
0: coming show. back. You might be coming back sometime soon. You never know. I wanna know more of that. <laughs> I wanna know why you're looking at that, but
2: we'll save that for another show. <laughs>
0: He's trying to pinpoint his
1: mom. Uh, so anyhow.
2: I think it's just so he can read my uh, expressions when my husband and I are in a conversation. Discussion. Sometimes, uh-huh. a, yeah, discussion. And he's like, "Oh yeah, mom, mm-hmm. you lifted your nose a little bit too high. Uh-huh. You think you're better than him right now?" <laughs> going to look away, he's like, "I'm not engaging. Not engaging."
0: He's laughing his butt off. He is beet red. <laughs> <laughs> So, right, oh, it's all right.
2: that's
3: Kevin
0: half these books behind me. That's what those are.
3: <laughs> what
0: the books behind me those are all behavior most of them are behavior books oh I see, I see. <laughs> yeah,
1: so so we're yeah. all good with that. That is a very important piece, and congratulations yeah. for congratulations for being at such a young age to recognize self and take care of yeah. self and not fall trapped to all the other things that are there, so do you have any questions for your mom that you want to put her on the spot about here on this uh, episode of Blue Collar BS?
3: Do it, do it. No, use because, your chance. I mean, I don't, I don't need a chance. Like I ask her all the time what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, like, that's the re- that's part of the reason like, yeah. why I have such a good, I have such a good relationship with my crewmates. Is I, I exact like I say what I'm thinking all the time. And yeah, if I, yeah, I always say what I'm thinking honestly. And does that provide the results you're always looking for? I mean, usually it's not bad for me because, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe I just don't know exactly what they're feeling. Maybe, maybe they're hurt, but I guess, it's just the way it is. I don't know. I I can't, usually it's good. So (laughs) I, I guess sometimes, okay. Sometimes people like, they don't understand me for a little bit and then, and then like, after I explain myself a little bit more more, then it's usually good, like at first, it's not good, but then it gets better, okay. that makes complete and total sense
2: so I think Jane, the, yeah, go ahead no,
0: no, you go ahead first, and then I'll ask you the question I have for you
2: well i I just i think the piece that stands out for me, what I see when The kids show up at these young ages, and they're willing to work, and they're willing to show up on time, and they're willing to show up every day. And I heard so many people that were older that that couldn't get themselves to the job site two days in a row, or the words ghosting came into play, and like Mm -hmm. all those things that I was seeing, they they aren't there in the younger kids if we let them work early. But then if we don't, if we say you're not you're not able to do this, I mean, as you can tell or potentially tell. I've allowed my kids to do things that maybe aren't socially acceptable. I mean, I let my oldest snowboard off our roof, the roof of our house. So yes. but but I grew okay. up <laughs> I grew up with a contractor dad and in a contractor family where if I would have told my kids it's not safe to climb on a ladder, then at what point, what if that was their job in the future? Right? I don't right. want to be the one to say it's not safe to climb on a ladder. And so I just really think that if we would allow these kids to have some freedom and we give them a license to drive a car, how dangerous is that? And like mm-hmm. not saying, please take away the license. I'm saying, please let them use a deli slicer before 18. Sorry. Rant <laughs> over. <laughs> no, no need to be
1: sorry.
0: Well,
2: Cause so that was great.
1: That's a great point. Cause uh, that whole piece to it, I was on, we were out fishing with a friend of mine a couple weeks ago out on a lake and, and there was a, probably a 12 or 13 year old kid sitting on a jet ski doing all sorts of, I mean, just everywhere. And he's like, I can't imagine how you let kids have this much power. And I'm like, okay. So they get the feel and understanding of what control and out of control is on the water in a relatively safe place versus behind a car in the snow. So when they get that feeling in a car in the snow, they kind of know what to do, even though they didn't get that experience. Like it's not a terrible thing. It's, it's not as bad as you may think it is. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Jamie, what advice do you have for parents of kids that are finding themselves not I would say being able to be themselves in a traditional learning environment?
2: Mm, mm, that is such a beautiful question because I was that student that, you know, went through the system very well, mm-hmm. right? That straight A, you know, I the system was made for people like me. But I started to look around and realize it wasn't made for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I just really want to normalize that. Um, let's open up the opportunities and consider things in a new way. I mean, even the idea of, you know, schools that aren't allowing chat GPT, like I want employees that are coming to work knowing how to use chat GPT. Like, so I yeah. come from a very, very different perspective of like, can we please allow the kids to use the tools of today and allow them to be um, engaged and considering, you know, today's opportunities, not the opportunities of 20 years ago. Like even farmers, I mean, I shouldn't say even farmers, especially farmers have technology, (laughs) right? Yeah. But but like technology is huge in every industry. And if we don't allow these kids opportunities, and if we don't allow the younger generations to be able to work um, at younger ages, I don't know how to use a lot of the equipment that they can probably turn on without my help. Like, I just really, really (laughs) want to be able to encourage business owners, parents. You know, I've heard parents, I've heard kids say, you know, I'd like to own real estate and I'd like to have rental units. And then I'll hear the parents say, okay, that's great, but go to college first.
1: Why? Why? What does it have to do with anything? There's no causation or correlation.
2: Can somebody please tell me? Because I'm not understanding why parents want their kids to go to college first. Don't know. Great question. (laughs) Different show. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) We got three shows to go on this one. Gavin, so for you, what would you give your peers or uh, advice would you give your peers or that 18, 19-year-old individual that's out there that is, might be a little lost, might not have an understanding. What would you tell them about working with your hands, getting involved in the trades, building things, making things, creating things? What would you tell them about those opportunities?
3: I'd say it's, it, it. you get a good feeling at the end of the day seeing what you've done and what you've accomplished. Especially like now I look back and I see about like seven storage units. I love, I love looking back and seeing like, oh man, I was probably the main working force to see that happen to see that get built
1: when i was 12
3: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly that's awesome other (laughs) than that like when you're when you're at home doing nothing or i don't know exactly like what others would do but when you're at home like even days off for me which i guess i'm a certain type of person but it it just sucks not having something something that i consistently get done every day mm-hmm. where i feel accomplished like i once i get done with work i do i do other stuff as well but once i get done with work i feel like i've got a solid foundation for the day that i've accomplished already and that's just a super nice feeling for me
1: that is a spectacular place to be and you are going to be very successful moving forward regardless of whatever path you choose I thought at the end of the show I thought I'd bring back one of our favorite uh, games, the dad joke game. Out of the box here, All right. just because why not? So these why are two not? jokes. Maybe you get it. They're they're terrible dad jokes. By the way, they're horrific. So we'll start with joke number one. Why do seagulls fly over the sea?
0: No,
1: because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. Oh my god. You can use these jokes on your on your job site tomorrow, Gavin. Just so you know, they're they're it's safe. Logical. It's <laughs> it's logical. logical. All right. How do you cook an alligator? No, oh, of course, in a crock pot. Oh my god!
0: But I'm pumped. Wow. <laughs> so, so, so on, on that note, wow. on that note,
1: Gavin, uh, Jamie. We really do appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on the show, share your story, open up with us a little bit and, and share your journey. Um, if there is a way for individuals to, let's, that wants to connect or or get in contact with anybody on the show here, either yourself, Jamie or Gavin, to learn more about your journey or just to seek a conversation, how do how do people get a hold of you guys?
2: Well, I don't think Gavin has his socials and influencer all set up yet, but uh believecrew.com is where he you can find his parents. <laughs> and yeah. can get you in touch with Gavin. <laughs> all right. We need to Go have through that. my mom. That, right, name exactly. name.
1: That's right. Yeah. Or just look for job sites somewhere around the state with us, s you'll be
2: fine. You'll find them. You can find him outside on the crew with the crew.
1: That's spectacular. Thank you guys so much for being here today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep Blue Collar businesses strong for generations to come.